A lot of you are familiar with the DNA Project and have been rocking with us for a while, but some of you aren't. A lot of you are faithful listeners of the podcast, but aren't familiar with some of the other work that we do. So I just want to take a quick moment to explain to you a little bit more of what we do. So you're getting married, or you have a friend, a cousin, a sister, somebody you know is getting married. Okay. You've booked your venue, caterers, photographer, all that good stuff. When it comes to live music, most people have no idea where to look. We have you covered. Picture this. During the ceremony, while guests are being seated, or while the bride's walking down the aisle. During the cocktail hour, while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music. That's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with The DNA Project. www.thednaproject.ca for more information. Hello, bonjour, and wagwan, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of The DNA Airwaves. Each episode of The DNA Airwaves is mixed, filmed, produced, recorded, and all that good stuff right here at the MPL Toronto. The MPL Toronto is a collection of film and audio studios dedicated to making all things visual look incredible and all things audio sound amazing. Please check us out at the-mpl, that's like maple without the vowels, .com for more details. This podcast is also brought to you by The DNA Project, your one-stop shop for all of your live entertainment needs. Please check them out before your next live event at thednaproject.ca. Deja Gomez connected with us for today's episode of the podcast. Deja is a talented singer-slash-actress with experience in film and TV. She's best known for her role in the film Young American Gangsters that also stars Cat Williams, and she was also a backup vocalist for the legendary Stevie Wonder. More recently, Deja has committed to using her talents for healing by becoming a spiritual counselor and teacher through music medicine. She founded the Kirti Preetkar Institute, where she offers guidance and counseling in a safe space for healing through diverse modalities such as Kondaliga Yoga, meditation, and much more. Today, we speak with Deja about her early start in music and the reasoning behind taking time away from music to heal. We hope you enjoy. Namaste. This is the DNA Airwaves. Okay. Starting again, starting again. It's not always Isn't a bad that... thing. Yeah, all right. always a bad thing. There we go. Yeah, yeah we're no, it's coming actually through a one good ear. thing. But I'm going I'm to deal with that privately. No, okay. <laughs> and so I'm back in stereo. Comes. I know. I'm like, I went from not being able to say what was on my mind to now it's just like, I just talk through the day just a loose cannon now you're just a part of things <laughs> just walking down the aisles and stores just saying what i'm thinking and it, it feels Maybe good Deja i can't can help you with that Some, yeah uh, musical healing to help you get out of your shell yeah 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 we're gonna get well, there <laughs> well here's a nice affirmation for the throat chakra i am expressive and i am heard and that's a really very important thing for us to be heard, to be seen, to be felt. Right. And so uh, I am definitely an advocate of using your voice. Now, appropriately, of course, whatever that may... Right. That <laughs> <laughs> may mean... Can I ask you for a favor? Yeah. Sorry, before, I, if we can back up, do you mind taking off... The bangles, um, are they Something's annoying? making metallic noises. It's, it's oh. my bangles. Yeah, I'll I apologize. Yes. I don't want to mess with your style. You I don't like apologize. Yeah, I guess it's not the you best for audio You just say what you only. need, Matt. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, we just said okay, that. Okay. We said, uh, <laughs> I'm expressive and I am hurt, awesome. Matt. There you go. But, just say yeah. yeah, with no unapologetically. I want to express... <laughs> <laughs> That's very Canadian. Express, That's going to be please hard. Please express time something to do. unapologetically, Dariki. <laughs> I I feel bad because this might get this might get some backlash. Uh -oh. I don't I don't know what chakras are. Can you explain to me and other people what chakras are? Oh, mm -hmm. thank you for asking. Uh, how do we say Dariki? I always hear it, and I assume. Dariki, yes, thank you. Dariki, oh, beautiful. I think that's a great question, and I'm glad that you asked. Uh, the simplest way to put it is, we are electric. Just on a science okay. level, mm -hmm. we, our bodies, we are electric. We are m dancing molecules, moving cells, molecules, all of these different uh motion it's it's motion right but we're electric right. so in that we have energy centers and we have okay. flows of energy within our bodies if you're familiar with like acu 
acupuncture and a lot of the Eastern yep. medicine, they work a lot with the energy centers. Um, and I do prefer that kind of modality and that's why I do specialize in working with energy. So in that okay. or with that knowing, uh, we have energy centers that go along our spine and they're spinning okay. wheels. And that's what chakra means. It's, it's a wheel. It's a spinning wheel. Mm -hmm. uh, they all have their own frequency uh, and color. And so starting okay. from the base, the root. So we have seven on our bodies and then we have soul star, which is the eighth chakra. And then there is one actually beneath the, the body and beneath the, the feet. Um, there are actually hundreds of them, but the ones that are mostly s uh, spoken about or spoken of are the, the seven or eight, possibly, that soul star. So they're spinning wheels oh. of energy that yeah. inform us of where we are or how, how harmonious we are or are not within ourselves. Okay. Uh, and so when they... Mm -hmm. When you say spinning wheels... What do you mean? Mm -hmm. So in that, with that motion, we have different flows of energy in our bodies. And these are centers along our spine. Or uh, I have an image, actually, I could show you, too. But um, so, I, I, not but, so. So they are <laughs> spinning energetic wheels. That's, that's the best way we could visualize it along okay. our spine and does that make sense am i if if at any time just a little bit a little bit so far a little bit and these are all so connected what tell me what to, okay yeah. the description is making sense okay so yeah, with sure. these spinning wheels of energy that help to keep us in alignment we could say that right mm -hmm. that's it's for mm -hmm. our good that these energy centers are in good flow that they're healthy and that they're actually Right. working um and we can we know when mm. there are different imbalances according to what we're experiencing if there if our blockages or uh if we need support with dissolving certain kind of energies because our thoughts our energy mm. our our emotions our energy yeah. all of these things are energy and so within us we have so many systems that are working for our good and the work yeah. that I do allows others to experience themselves on an energetic level and to really examine where am I? What energies am I holding within me? Where are the blockages? Mm -hmm. um, where am I in right. good flow? All of these things matter. And so that's what these wheels are. And they have different colors. There are different affirmations that are assigned to them because of the, the purpose uh, of, of them and the placement. Uh, so you have like, for instance, the root okay. chakra is red. And that represents um, our feeling of safety and feeling like home. A lot of finances uh, are associated with that as well, that root chakra. Um, and so mm. as we, and they also have different names. You could, there's different chants or ways that I tune in, Lam Vam Ram Yam Ham Sham Om. That's like <laughs> further down the line, but for right now, um, okay, it's, okay. it's a vibrational, <laughs> energetic wheel that allows us to come into alignment with our being. Does that, how is that? Does that mm. land for you, Dariki? Mm. No, I, I think I understand. I understand. No, for <laughs> sure. But for someone like myself who is completely unaware of these chakras, how do mm. you know where, like, when they're off? How do you know when they're, they need to be fixed or realigned or you know it, it, i'm i'm it's a little foreign I'd to rather me replace... just you know chakras <clears throat> and the energies mm -hmm. i'd i'd prefer to replace fixed uh with attuned and it's just a tuning just like you have instruments anthony has okay. several instruments behind him you tune your guitar right what are you tuning it to what scale are you right. using yep. right it, and it's all a preference thing, right? Some guitarists yeah. have different scales that they tune to that that's what they like to sing in. That's their preferred 
scale, if you will, right. uh, and the, the keys and the notes that make yeah. them mm-hmm. feel most expressive and most comfortable, it's the same. Our bodies are an instrument. That's the simplest way to put oh, it. I like that. Fair enough. And mm. we're just tuning in. We're tuning in. And so how do we know? Um, it, the more we come into the awareness, because a lot of it does require an awareness. However, even if you aren't necessarily aware about these energy centers specifically, look at your relationships. What are your relationships revealing about you? What are they reflecting? Mm. What is that mirror like? Does it feel good? Mm, when, how do your cells feel when you're in the presence of a person? How does it feel to hear their voice or for you to speak? All of these different things. How are you feeling? Uh, do you feel safe? You know, do you feel like you're loved? Right. You know, yeah. These are all things because that's what they represent. Do you feel that you're heard? Do you feel expressive or did, or is it challenging for you to use your voice? Do you choke up when it's time for you to speak and represent who you are and really communicate? Right. Um, and like, for instance, the solar plexus, that's our center. That's where the sun energy is, our will, our, our, um, our strength, our confidence. How confident are you when you show up? Mm -hmm. How much do you believe in who you are? Do you believe that you're worth being heard? And so there are different ways to get the answers, right? We could ask questions. I can also use a pendulum if I want it, and, and it can actually show if it's moving or if it's not from, over, from uh, you lying okay. down and really just breathing. Because once again, we're all, it's all energy, mm. and so energy doesn't lie. Mm. Uh, and so sometimes you can feel it. Wow. And sometimes it can okay. reflect in your relationships and in how you're showing up in the world. Wow. Mm. To be fair to our audience, we do like to bring in people from different walks of life and different interests and, and stuff like that. And uh, I'm reminded of a saying that alternative medicine, when it's when it goes through the rigorous research and proven to work, which it often does, then it becomes medicine in the Western world. Mm. And there are several schools of thought about how all these things are connected and some people do believe in this some people don't and admittedly research is not has been hasn't been done as heavily on this topic and as it has on others that isn't to say that there isn't a lot of truth to what's going on and what you're claiming and in acupuncture they call them meridian points and there seems to be success there and it's um we're just, I mean, modern medicine is like 150 years old. So there's a lot more to learn. And a lot of people uh, do find solace and some more answers in Eastern medicine um, and preventative medicine in particular, which mm-hmm. seems to be mm-hmm. a, a lot of what you deal with. So could you talk mm-hmm. to us a bit about specifics? And some people may hear this and think, okay, that works for a different reason. Right. It could work because of a hormonal change or whatnot. But the point is, it does work in the end uh, for a lot of people. So could you walk us through a bit of what different sessions might look like? What kind of treatments you design or or follow? Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt, I thank you for all that you've said. I really appreciate that your awareness of this topic. And yes, it has been um, quite a I feel, right, that Eastern medicine and Eastern modalities are all encompassing. It's, it doesn't exclude the, our being in any way. It's more encompassing as, and looking at us as a whole body versus, you know, the Western, which compartmentalizes a lot of things. And I feel like that's where the disconnect is because we are... Mm-hmm. We are, like, we know this, we're electric, (laughs) like we're energy. Uh, How can we prove these things? Some things are, you just have to experience and and feel it for yourself. Uh, I'm a student of psychology, so I understand what you're saying. We have to disprove these things, right, in order for it to be acceptable or accepted or even believed and and considered to be true. Right. 
And I feel like if we remove all of these things that we are taught about ourselves because we're the Eastern modality teaches us to tune in to our nature. It, it's a it's an awareness of our our true nature where we we're responsible for ourselves. It's not us going to the doctor for the doctor to you know, put it off on them to know what's going on inside of our bodies. So if we just tune in with ourselves and we can learn, we can discover that we can actually heal ourselves. So I'll I'll land there for right now and to to go to your question, how do I facilitate healing through sound and energy? So I am a Reiki master and Reiki is an ancient Japanese energy healing art where we emanate um, energy at a significant higher level uh, through our hands. And it's an an attuning, you know, the training is we have to learn these things and lay hands on ourselves to really understand what the, the power that we have and what we're capable of being and doing. So for me, coming from the stage and entertainment, I've always used my voice. I have now, when that became unfulfilling, where it was just entertainment, I knew that there was something more purposeful, a a more purposeful way that I could use my instrument. Uh, And that's when I began exploring more of the Eastern modalities and learning about the meridians and the energies because I I felt these things for myself. So I support people by opening their voices. It's called vocal ascension, also known as, you know, it can be vocal and performance technique coaching, where when we chant, when we use our voice, we're opening up space within us. It's actually really cleansing purifying and powerful when we just open up and use our voice mm-hmm. how how i describe it is the voice is the sound of the soul and that's what we really need to be connected to um, mm-hmm. because i believe that we are spiritual beings we're more than just a body and so between using yeah. the voice and using the hands and uh, touch, laying hands on, that's how I facilitate healing. And I say facilitate because, yeah, we have all, a lot of people toting, I'm a healer, I'm a healer. But guess what? Everyone is a healer. Everyone is <laughs> fully capable. It's just, mm. are you online enough? Are you in tune with your bodily rhythms because until you are, then you won't understand how to heal yourself, but you can. And so for me, I facilitate it. I support you wow. and introduce you to your inner healer. How was that, Matt? That is some deep stuff. <laughs> was that scripted? No, it's interesting. I'm just listening. Yeah. <laughs> and that the, the proof it. is that's really a, in the that's pudding. That's really... Yeah, that's a really deep um, explanation of some things. Definitely want people to look more into this if you're interested. So we'll leave some information or let you, we'll give you a chance to give a shout out to your website and places where people could get some mm. more information on, on these um, Thank you. topics and maybe even get some information directly from you. Um, I also want to kind of switch gears here because you mentioned the feeling that you had from performing and kind of moving towards or or away from the stage towards healing Mm. and using music as healing. Um, But can you share with us your backstory? Because I want to know kind of the stages of development where you started and kind of the progression that led to where you are now, I think would be really interesting Mm. to share. Thank you, Anthony. My father is a reggae musician He's a bassist. Mm. My uncle sings and my other uncle plays the drums. My dad has a reggae band. My parents are from Central America, from Belize and Honduras. Uh And so I grew up listening to music. I grew up waking to music, going to sleep to music. Uh, Music always filled our home. And from there, Mm. like reggae reggae is my root 
That's, that's what I <laughs> was born into. Uh, and so from there, yeah, yeah. I first discovered my gift and, and my, I say my divinity is what I call it because it is divine uh, in church, singing in yeah. church. Uh, I've gone through many different, I've experienced many different denominations. Uh, The Baptist church is where I really unleashed my voice and came into this knowing (laughs) that I had a gift. Uh, And my Mm -hmm. teacher, one of my teachers at school, Miss Bernie Bates, she was our librarian. And I used to sing at school, Eugene Field School in Chicago. And so like every Black History Month for any any event I was like the voice of the school my sisters and I so they would record us and play us uh, (laughs) along the speakers and and so especially for Black History Month we'd sing the Black National Anthem and and so my teacher was like what are you doing with with this voice what are you doing and and I'm just like "Mm -hmm." and she's Mm -hmm. like I know exactly what I know where to take you I know what we're going to do with this gift and she delivered me to the Baptist Church into the youth choir. So it was there where I came into the knowing that, oh, wow, I'm really special. I have something special within me. Mm. Uh, and so from there, I would, mm. I would just be singing. For me, it was just, I'm singing and I'm being the truth of who I am. And I closed my eyes, and by the right. time I'd finish and open my eyes, everyone would be weeping. And for a long time, I didn't mm. understand. I'm like, what's going on here? Um, because it it wasn't <laughs> yeah. for show for me. It was just I was expressing my nature. I was expressing my heart, my love, and sharing right. my light. So from there, yeah, uh, I I went into musical theater, and uh, I I did. I toured with Lion King, Broadway's The Lion King, Disney's The Lion King. Uh, I did three companies of that. Nice. Jackie Wilson, uh, Jackie Taylor Black Ensemble in Chicago is where I first began with the, the, the musical performance before moving into the Broadway. And then from there, I began touring with different mm. legends or icons, if you will. I was with Stevie Wonder for some time. Uh, Michael Bolton, Khalees, I toured wow. with Diddy Dirty Money, uh, Chris Bodie. I mean, there's several people. Um, <laughs> I was under the tutelage of Ricky Minor for some time. And, and as I was living the dream, right, according to what it looked like as a youth and as a child, um, I began feeling that there was something more for me to do that could be more fulfilling because just, you know, chasing or wanting fame and glory and wealth, um, it, it wasn't satisfying to me anymore. I was experiencing it. I was seeing what it looked like behind the scenes. And I was like, is this what I want? Yeah. Like, is this really what I want? And, um, that's when I began this, this yearning within me began and it was just like, okay, well, what more do you want? You're looking out at hundreds of thousands of people and you know, you're with some of the biggest artists, you're in beautiful places. And I was living the dream. Um, but there was something more being born within me that I had to answer that call. I, I, I went seeking the answers and that's when I was introduced to Kundalini yoga. My spiritual counselor at the time, mm. uh, when I was seeking and, and just abandoning a lot of the things that I was taught and to believe and that I did believe for a long time, yeah. um, this practice introduced me to myself in the most eviscerating ways. And mm. from there, I began exploring more of music as medicine, as healing, because that's what I was experiencing for myself. I realized that Mm. when I sang, when I chanted, that there were, I felt an opening. I felt myself being liberated and empowered, like it was freeing and it was really healing for me. And uh, so that's where I landed and that has been 
so satisfying to my soul to use music in that I feel like it's the most responsible way for me and most fulfilling uh, and purposeful. I want to ask, I think maybe I misheard. Did you say the Black National Anthem? Um, Did I say the Black National Anthem? I think I did. The black I thought I heard you say yes. that, and I'm like, that, yes, I must I be did. mishearing. Yeah, no, I did say that. <laughs> I did say that? the black national. Is that, yeah, uh, lift every voice and sing. Is that what we call it? The black anthem or national anthem? Is that what we call I, oh, you're Canadians. Oh, I don't know if you oh, know. Do you know what I'm talking about? We're all just about? staring at you. They're not part oh, of the black nation. No idea what you're talking about. Oh, wait. <laughs> that well, is hilarious. <laughs> there's a black. Oh, okay. Hold on. We're just like. Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Lift every. I'm really glad that I didn't mishear that. You know, it's called <laughs> the Black National really Anthem. Yes. Thank you, Matt. So I was like, wait a minute. Yes. It's often re- it's lift every voice and sing. Till earth and heaven ring, ring with the, you've never heard this? Harmonies of liberty. Yes, so Lift Every Voice and Sing mm, is okay, known okay. as the Black National. So every February for Black Black History Month, they play History this Month. in my school. Which we have. Yeah. Okay, you do have Black we History do, Month? Yeah. Okay, wow. so. Yeah, but we wow, never sang that I didn't even realize that. <laughs> so. We've been deprived. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's uh, the Black National Dougie. Anthem, Lift Every Voice and Sing. <laughs> it's cool that it's called the, the National Anthem because um, the, the Western idea of nationality is a bit different than it is for some other countries. For example, my parents grew up in the Soviet Union. They mm. were born there, but their passport said nationality Jewish. You know, So nationality can be different in different cultures. Yes, and in a, in a sense, it makes sense that that's a national anthem because a nation doesn't have to be tied to land. Right. Mm-hmm. land. Wow. And I love that you said that, Matt, because one of my hmm. greatest teachers and mentors was uh, is Jewish, Mrs. Bullmash. And she introduced me to the Jewish Wasn't culture. She, she's still alive, is. Um, at the time, mm-hmm. she okay. was okay. like Miss Bates. They both of them were significant in my development, and she fostered my writing. I was in poetry class with her, uh, and she introduced me to the Jewish culture, and that was my introduction into a culture that I I really you know respect. And um, I actually assumed some of the practices myself and incorporated it with my family. And so um, I've had some wonderful mentors and teachers that have allowed me to see far beyond what just the American culture offers. Well, that's a mixture of everything, too. That's like a (laughs) melting pot. (laughs) Uh, But it's interesting that you say that, yeah, because she she really instilled some uh, really beautiful morals and and teachings inside of me that have uh, allowed me to pass it on and and share it and to be just more loving and more caring and more free yeah so what what led you down this path of i guess i don't want to say enlightenment because i don't know if that's offensive but um what started me, you like yeah, specifically in the tour life that made you want to go down this road in the first place? Like, was there any examples you could share with us of the stuff you saw that kind of made you want to reassess, you know, what the life you were living essentially? Yeah, that's a really good question. Thank you. I had a lot of trauma and I, as a student of psychology, I've always been fascinated with human behavior and the human mind. And I knew that there were things that I had experienced in my childhood that I needed to learn how to help. I needed to know how to help myself. And Mm. that was really important to me because I knew that I I was aware that there were things that could really prohibit me from being at my best. Um, And so although music brought me great joy and and satisfaction, um, it was my perception of it at the time that I began outgrowing as I began seeking answers outside of what I imagined 
this dream to be. Um, right. And yeah, you see a lot of abuse of power. Okay, you see, you see that mm -hmm. you see, and yep. then you question yourself. It's like, you see what it requires to show up for hundreds of thousands of people, like the responsibility, yeah. and you you see the the humanness in people that are revered as gods, you know, like right. who are worshipped, and yeah, then it's yeah, just yeah. like, do I want this? Like, is this what it looks like right. for me? Mm -hmm. And it didn't look that like that sense. for me. And so there was the, there was a mourning period because I had to look at that that childlike self and say, "Hey, I don't think that it doesn't look like this anymore. You know, it's it's changed. Mm -hmm. It's you're changing." And so then there's that clinging to, well, this was the dream, this was the vision, and it was just, but my soul was just like, but you have, there's something more. There's something more. Right. And I couldn't ignore mm. that. Um, and so as I was behind the scenes and, and witnessing what these different artists were, you know, were living and, and what I experienced, you know, supporting that, um, it just became unfulfilling right. and I didn't want it. Sense. I didn't want it. Uh, and yeah. then I began to resent it. It was, it was an array of emotions and things that I experienced with my dream, with the vision. And um, mm. I had to release a lot of things that were projected onto me as well, because it's, you know, having this gift, especially at a young age, you know, it's like, oh, well, you're going to be like this. Mm -hmm. You're going to be like this. And and then it was just like, I needed to just shake all of that. It's like, no, like, what does my soul say? Like, what is my soul right. telling me right mm -hmm. now? Because it's stirring. And I just I'm like, oh, my God, what where where is this peace? Right. Where is this knowing that that I am here? that I've arrived at this place yeah. where my soul is just content and and mm. intentional and, and peaceful. Um, and so that's, like I said, with Kundalini Yoga, that was that, was that for me. That was because I, I mm. began learning how I can use my voice and use my breath and my mind and my body in a way that all it was all encompassing it was the totality of my being coming into alignment and harmonizing and that's when I felt at home within myself and and I wasn't I'm not letting that go <laughs> like not at all right because I'm at I'm at my best and um and it was just an undeniable feeling of of being home to myself that um i didn't have to question there was there was no question that this isn't what i'm here to do um there was no doubt and no fear and um mm -hmm. it was just That's total confidence and uh so was it yeah. like oh sorry to cut you off there is it, um, because I'm hearing, obviously, there was almost like, I guess you could say two different distinct uh, phases to the, uh, your, I guess, this part of your journey. Um, and it almost sounds like the two worlds collide in a way like they, would you say that there's a way to kind of intermingle where you are now, maybe not with the lifestyle, but is there, a, would there be a way for one to continue on tour and doing all that sort of thing through music, living that part of the dream and still be whole. Maintain their the, sanity. The sense, Absolutely. Yeah, in the sense Absolutely. that you found that. Like, is there a balancing point? Okay. Absolutely. And I, I intend to do that now. I've released my album. I have a three song gotcha. or a three mantra album, right? Um, I now that I'm in a place okay. where I trust myself, I know that I'm responsible and I, I'm yeah. I, I'm intentional and I'm focused. And so having okay. removed distractions, yeah, I intend to tour. Absolutely. Um, and I intend to create okay. 
right? And so now when I go into a place and when I go on stage, my intention create a safe place for the purpose of healing. It's not just performance. Like that was just for me. It, it was like, okay, I, I go deep. Mm. It's like, what is what, what does your soul need? Like, what is, what does it feel like to be nourished? You know, to be fulfilled, to yeah. be joyful, to be blissful. Like, what does that really feel like? And so now that I've experienced that, uh, I, I want to share that and pass it on and, and give it away and create those spaces for others to experience and delight in themselves and in their lives. And so, yes, there is a way to bridge those, those worlds. And it's, um, and I feel like that's what, that's what I'm definitely welcoming in. Um, now that I have the awareness of what it requires to maintain the the mm -hmm. the sense of self that I have right now and that harmony and gotcha. that balance and that equanimity. Um, and so, yes, it's very possible. And it doesn't have to be, you know, I'll say this. It's important to have a, a daily practice. We call it sadhana. And Matt, I don't know if you're, if you practice in the Jewish culture or if you have uh, certain things that you're committed to, I'd love to hear. Um, but in, in the practice of Kundalini, it's a sadhana, which is a daily practice. And I think that that's important for everyone to tune in with themselves before connecting with the outside world. Like, I feel like that's why we are so disconnected mm. because we're not giving to ourselves first and really listening to what does my body need today? Like, what is, what is my spirit say? Right. What, what am I saying what, to myself? Like, how am I waking so up? So would that be meditation? Yes. Okay, so we're getting into that, right? So meditation, sound yeah, healing. I, and meditation ooh. can be journaling. Meditation can be writing your thoughts and emptying your, you know, your mind of all of these things that are swirling around in there and just freeing yourself in that way. It doesn't have to be you chanting or anything that just seems so foreign. <laughs> it could be just breathing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, have you, if people mm -hmm. take three, three minutes of meditation, right, affects the way that your blood circulates mm -hmm. in your body and your electromagnetic field, like three minutes, that's all. And if that's all you, you got, then go with that. You know, be consistent with that. But yeah. I'm definitely an advocate for tuning in with yourself, with your being first. That's most important because how, how are you going to show up for other people Makes if sense. you don't even know what it is to show up for yourself and you're not giving yourself that time and that energy or that effort? And so, yes, Matt, there are different ways to do that. I'm an advocate for, okay, if we're just starting out, breathe. Just breathe with yourself. And if you have a mirror, there, look in the yeah. mirror and look at yourself. Like, what do you look like? What, what are you reflecting? What does your reflection look like? Because when you go mm. out in the world and you connect with other people, yeah. they're just mirrors, right? And it's like, mm. tune in with you first. Like, you are the one yeah. that needs to be aware of, of you first. Like, love you first, care yeah. for you first. Um, and so I'm sorry, where did that, where were we with that question? <laughs> <laughs> that was meditation. Uh, meditation but I think yeah. given the pandemic that we've all experienced, um, the past 16 months or whatever it's been now, yeah. I think there's probably been a lot of self-reflection and although, mm -hmm. I mean, things Absolutely. like what the, some of the things you've mentioned, some of the practices you've mentioned might seem foreign to a lot of people, uh, maybe some people listening even, but I think... I imagine that on some level, most people have taken, hopefully taken advantage of the opportunity to do tr do some introspection, looking at, you know, who we are as individuals, what we're receiving, what we're taking, um, what we're offering to the world and people that we come in contact with. So um, mm -hmm. there's something there for sure. Um, yeah, and I think it's important, Anthony, but, I, and I want to ask, like, why? Mm -hmm. why? Why aren't we taught this, though? Like, what are we tuning into first? When you wake up, okay, what is the first thing you do when you wake up? 
I don't want to say. Dariki, Matt, <laughs> so what is the first cry? thing you do? Like, what is the Did you say right? Cry? Like, where, I go on my where does phone, your attention I know, go? I go on my phone. Okay. So you're automatically like connect plugging in before to the outside yeah. world before plugging into you, and really examining and observing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I and Anthony, I agree with you. At this time, when the world has you know, experience significant change. People, now we have the time to actually listen to ourselves. We actually have time to hear, hear what we're thinking. We actually yeah, have true. time to ask ourselves questions. We actually have time to breathe. Yeah. And some people are so uncomfortable Very with true. themselves. They don't even know themselves because they're just so used to go, 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 giving, giving away to others and yeah. then, you know, right. intermingling with all of these other energies. And it's like, well, what is your, what is your energetic imprint? What are you like saying vibrationally own, when you go day. into a room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. I like it. So I want to jump back just a little bit because we do have a lot of artists, musicians, and music lovers listening. You mm-hmm. mentioned that you are open to touring and we'll be doing that again. So we'll look forward to that. Um, okay. And I know you have your own music and um, new thing, new releases coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to clarify, will you also be open to touring with other artists or is that something that you're leaving behind? That's a really good question. <laughs> I love these questions all of you are asking. <laughs> I thank you, Anthony, because I I literally just had this conversation yesterday with someone and I recently supported a band that I that I really like. I I really love these guys. However, I left being a background vocalist because I said I want my own stage now. And that's what I'm welcoming. I have paid my dues. I have been of service <laughs> to have. many. I have supported yeah. <laughs> and I enjoy supporting. However, I am now welcoming myself to be supported and I want the spotlight. It's I'm ready. I am ready to be heard. I am ready to express yeah. what my soul is here to express. And I am here. <laughs> The Empress of Sound is here. And so to Uh, answer that, I'm not interested in being a background vocalist anymore. And no, I'm not. I'm not. I did do Kanye Kanye West Sunday service, which I had been off of this. I had been away from the stage in a long time, in a long while. And I have moments where it's like I'll, I'll request. I'm like, okay, what do I want now? Like, how do I how do I see it? as I'm building my own yeah. stage, right? I'm preparing because I still have right, to prepare yeah. for that. And it, and then yep. this opportunity presented itself and it reminded me of my beginnings and I needed that reminder. Mm. And I was there long enough to to get what I needed to, to okay. carry on in the way that I needed to for me as an artist. How long were you right. there? I was there, a li- it was sh- just shy of a year. Um, and oh, okay. it, when was this 2019 at the beginning when they started, um, <clears throat> because it, he kept expanding, it kept getting bigger and bigger as his vision kept yeah, growing, changing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah evol- evolving. And, mm-hmm. um, it was, that was the most glorious. That was one of the most significant moments in my career. Because mm-hmm. it, in for Anthony here, oh, to, to answer your question, it informed me. I had already established, I said, okay, I'm not doing background singing anymore. I'm not interested in that. I'm ready for my stage. However, I still didn't know how that was going to unfold and what it really looked like, right? Yeah. Um, and what I was going to say, I, I, I wasn't as trusting of myself to deliver mantra in the way that it's flowing through me now. So I was just still right. coming into this. And that experience allowed me to experience how I can deliver my music medicine. It was so informative in the most glorious of ways because it was, it was us in nature before the, the rising of the sun. We'd be on just hundreds of acres of land 
<laughs> yeah. Opening our voices, just singing. That was it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, it's really this easy? Huh. It's really, that's it? Like, and I had never been so fulfilled in a way because we were singing if you secular songs or pop songs, yeah. but then it yeah. was in with the intention of it being um, more like a praise and worship where it was more, and we changed the lyrics. So it wasn't yeah. the lyrics of the song, but it was a familiar sound and music. Yeah. However, we transformed it by transforming the lyrics and, and it became more of a praise and a celebration and a worship. And I was like, oh, wow. All right. And so I was so inspired by uh, Kanye's vision and I still am. And I think he's brilliant and he's a genius. And I have so much gratitude for what that experience allowed me to experience within myself and with how I wanted to move forward in my career. And so <clears throat> that's when I began believing more that, okay, I don't have to fully abandon it. I can right. incorporate it and sure. shape it to be what I want it to be. It's possible Look I could do own. that. Yeah. And I don't have to ab completely abandon my passion and what I love doing because that is the work. We do have to tour. I mean, that's a part of it. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely been a big part of it. So, I mean, you've worked with so many over the years, uh, mm -hmm. many of the greats, legends, and icons, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, in this, I guess we'll call it this next part of your endeavor, I hope that you get the same support that you've been able and the same energy that you've been able to uh, give and feed into others along Thank the way. You. Sure. Can you let us know well, where to find your new music as it's released and how to let our listeners know how to stay in touch with you and keep up on new things happening. Yes, thank you. Thank you for asking. I have a mantra album. It's a 33-minute, three-song or three-meditation album. And uh, it's available on all music platforms, Spotify, Deezer, Tidal, iTunes, Apple Music. Um, okay. It's also on YouTube and it's called Kirti. Kirti is my spiritual name that I was given in my Kundalini practice. And Kirti means positive reputation or earned honor. And so Kirti Preetkar is, is my full spiritual name. Preet is divine yeah. love. And uh, I feel like that is really fitting um, because it's it means, you know, the goddess who um, embodies you know, divine love and light and who is recognized and honored for her sacred work in the world. And my work is sacred. Okay. Uh, you can find me at DejaGomez.com and that's my website. Um, you can see all of the different services that I offer. Music is the vehicle. Music is uh, my superpower, if you will, using my voice yeah. <laughs> and my sound current. And uh, I have uh, many things that, I'm, that are in the works that I'll be delivering. And I do teach Kundalini as well. Um, I'm also on Insight Timer where I offer some free guided meditations. And that's really important for me. Like, and Dariki, you could tune in in the morning. You can get your three minutes yeah. in. <laughs> Just three a three minute set. tune in meditation. <laughs> and that's under Kirti Preetkar. <laughs> and so I use both Wait, is he names. tuning in on his phone? <laughs> yeah, it's an app. It's Insight Timer is oh, an app. Man. It's an app, up, and you, you can find my name, okay. Kirti Preetkar. And I have some meditations on that? there. Yeah, K I R T I. That's Kirti, and then Preet, P-R-E-E-T, and Kar is K-A-U-R. And um, there it is. Yeah, so on glad Insight I asked. Timer. I would never yes. have spelled that right. You're right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. You're expressive, and you are heard. Uh, so Listen, that's where you can that. find I'm me. <laughs> and <I'm heard. laughs> yeah. And so for me right now, Anthony, is really big. I'm introducing my I'm reintroducing myself because I was originally discovered at the age of 15 and at 14 and signed at 15. And I I released my first album at the age of 16 in Chicago. So I've been mm. I've been at this for some time and I've always yeah. been curious, like, well, when are you going to 
int- reintroduce yourself, Deja. It's been 20 something years since you've your debut album and yeah. I tell you, I surprised I surprised myself. I had no idea that it would be mantra. Mm. And I am so, I believe so deeply in my practice and in what I do that it makes me really proud that I have evolved to where I am and and it's only getting better from here. And so the the three mm. songs are 11 minutes. Like I said, 3 minutes of meditation affects the blood circulation and electromagnetic field. 11 minutes then affects our glandular system and our nervous system. And so that's why I was intentional with the time that you listen to these mantras. Uh, And each of them, the three are 11 minutes. And so I definitely encourage you to take a listen and it just really creates a place of uh, a a space within you that is peaceful and, and joyful and loving and safe. That's really important for me that people feel safe and loved, that they're heard, that they're seen. And and these are things that we as humans, we we need and we give that to each other. uh, And we can give it from a richer place once we give that to ourselves. So true. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing all of that. Thank you. Yeah. Check all that out. Dariki wrote it out, so we're not going to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here, one more time. Here yeah. I am yes. expressive and I am heard. Yes. Thanks for listening, yes. guys. As a podcaster, you know that great content is only half the battle. The other half is finding the right hosting platform to reach your audience. That's where Captivate comes in. With unlimited podcasts, advanced analytics, and personalized support, Captivate has everything you need to grow your audience and monetize your show. Join the thousands of successful podcasters just like us who trust Captivate for their hosting needs. Visit dnaairwaves.com slash Captivate today to start your free trial.